And uh, welcome to Radio Drama Revival, the show dedicated to stories told in the medium of sound, showcasing the diversity and vitality of modern audio theater. Here we hear news, reviews, discussion, and of course stories. I'm your host, Fred. And today we are entering yet new terrain here on Radio Drama Revival. We'll be airing an entire series. Uh, it'll actually run through the entire month of August, and I've chosen a piece I'm very excited to share with you as the first program to be aired in its entirety. Uh, it is The Last Harbinger by Crazy Dog Audio Theater out of Dublin, Ireland. And if you haven't heard of uh, Crazy Dog Audio Theater, you really don't know what you're missing out on. Uh, Roger Gregg, an American expat from Michigan, is out in Ireland uh, working with the RTE. Uh, that's the National uh, Public Radio of Ireland, more or less. Uh, he is often commissioned to do uh, original professional uh, quality audio theater for them and uh, employs the best of Ireland's voice talent, uh, excellent cutting-edge audio theater techniques, um, and not to mention his uh, stellar writing craft, which is uh, full of wordplay, uh, daring-do, and just lots of fun, subtle, uh, strange, and uh, entertainment that's also scathingly political as what you'll hear today. And the story today begins in Moloch, a civilization on the brink of environmental and cultural collapse. But a visitor from another dimension comes bringing a message of hope and peace. But is peace welcome among the leaders and the people of this dying land? Well, stay tuned to find out in the first episode of The Last Harbinger. Hope you enjoy. Crazy Dog Audio Theatre presents The Last Harbinger, an elegy for shadows fleeting in twilight by Roger Gregg. Episode 1, A Big Night in Moloch. Our story begins in a possible place. When a door opens up, through a shadow of space, on a world called Moloch, where by its own hand, it's killing itself, its air, water, and land. And as the harbinger stood at the door, in the town square of Moloch, life went on as before. The people were gathered for a special event, to celebrate their land and all that it meant. bleached families from the suburbs, Darissa. And that's what we like to see. Sure is. It's the kind of thing you'll see every day here on Channel 66, Real Good News. Yes, and you're looking especially lovely this evening, Jack. <laughs> oh, thanks, Darissa. You're not, Jules. Well, they're simply stunning. No, please, I just... Let's get a close-up on them. Zoom in, please. Oh, oh no, not... Oh, come on, you love it. <laughs> well, okay. <laughs> there. Wow, Shabbat! <laughs> <laughs> they seem to like it. Well, that close-up is right up there right now on the big screen here in the town square. Right. Moloch number one! <laughs> Moloch number one! Now, Jax. Lovely, lovely Jax. Let's be serious. Sure, and I like being serious. That's why they made me your partner. <laughs> sure. Now, since you've joined me as my new co-anchor on Channel 66, Real Good News, we've been swamped with cards and letters, all asking about your nodules. Yeah, I know. People want to know, and as award-winning journalists, we're concerned about serious morale-boosting news. So, your nodules are all natural. <laughs> I thought we agreed not. Yes. Yes, they are, Teresa. Oh. <laughs> oh. 
it's such a big thrill. Ah, yes, and it's such fun for the whole family. They've been soaking everything in flammable lubricant all day. Well, it is the big one. Sure is. <laughs> Let's go to camera two and show everyone the crowd gathering here tonight. That night a hole appeared in their sky, and out of the hole came the harbinger's cry. I'm holding steady at the mouth of the black hole, and it's holding stable. All systems looking good. Making contact now. Activating the... the oh, no, wait. This, oh, this thing was on already. I knew. No, it doesn't matter. I'll just cut... To the message, uh, yes, people of Moloch, we reach out to you this night, uh, day, no, no, depending, with, oh, with, with a hand of friendship, I am a harbinger sent to make an announcement. At your invitation, I am authorized to enter your dimension. Please respond. This message will repeat. I repeat, this message will repeat. Uh, once I click this th uh, there, people of Moloch, we reach out to you this night. We should respond. Not just yet, Professor. Dr. Marcus, what are we waiting for? This is the chance of a lifetime. That is why we cannot let it slip through our hands, Professor. Have we a lock on the target? Not yet, Doctor. Target? Why the delay? Sir, the reason we cannot get a lock on the alien is because he is not yet in our dimension. He does not materially exist. Of course he exists. Yes, but he is on the far side of a tiny black hole of nothingness. Then let's bring him through. Have you not paid attention to his message? Message? The one repeating for the past half hour. <laughs> Professor Abigor. <laughs> I am Malfas, the most powerful man in all of Moloch. I control the most vitally viscous lubricant, the very lifeblood which lubricates and fuels all our majestic satanic mills and mighty machinery. I do not need to pay attention to anything. Yes. Well... So, what does he say? Quickly, summarize. This alien says that he will enter our dimension at our invitation. Hmm. I see. Then let us invite him in. But be ready to lock onto his position immediately. Opens the channel. Yes, Professor. Wait. It behoves our civilization that our beloved figurehead, Andres Kressel, should greet the alien. And Gadriel, his mannequin wife. Really? Our big coach? Yes, our big coach. Wow. The alien has, of course, purposely chosen the night of our big festival to arrive. He obviously knows that Moloch is supreme and is trying to pay homage and curry our favor. All very morale-boosting. So, let us make the alien's arrival the centerpiece of our big coach's festival message. Summon the Cressels. Yes, Doctor. And make sure we have only the finest figurehead speechwriters. Let this alien harbinger be overwhelmed by a steaming coil of Moloch's finest vacuous platitudes. This year's big Moloch festival is wonderful to see. It reminds me of when I was a kid, you know, before the plague. Which one? The one with the boils. Oh, yes, the virus. Now, I know that some find it hard in these times to really get into the joyous, traditional festive spirit. Well, don't we know it. But, Darissa, and I really mean this, 
It's so important that we find the strength and courage to really celebrate ourselves for our wonderfulness. Especially for the beautiful children. Yes, the beautiful children. Because let us remember that we are Mammon's... Big winners! That's right! <laughs> our Lord Mammon's big winners. So let's everyone get into the spirit. Please, please! Thank you, Jax, for that touching message. Well, I just had to say it. Of course, but you're not alone. I know that the event organizers have made every effort this year, getting up before dawn, hanging the decorations, and soaking the effigies. Of course. Clearing the square of litter, vermin, the homeless. And the snap addicts, of, of course. Of course. <laughs> and a big thank you to those volunteers, you yeah. know, because... These are dirty jobs. No, it's not easy. Some complain about the noise of the gunfire. Complaining? I hate seeing that, you know? It's so bad for morale. So, so unpatriotic. They might as well be a member of the threat. Well, that's right. They should be taken out and shot. Well, they are, Jack. <laughs> I mean more often. Of course. <laughs> well, let's get out and meet some of the families here tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, ready to speak to us now are the Belials from My Lie. That's right? That's right. Is that far? Well, it's about an hour north along the coast. You can see the big dike from our house. Oh, that's... Yes, it's so convenient it's only a two-hour drive to work at the big terminal in Hell Bands. Well, it's more like two and a half, three when the river catches fire. Yeah, and is that your son over there holding the burning torch? Yeah, that's our boy. Hey, that's our Arizal. He's home on leave. Hey, Arizal! What? Come here and say hello! Hello! Hey, you're the lovely Jack Sybeko from the news. Yes, yes, I am. You must be so proud of yourself. Well, you know, you're either in or out, and he's in, and he's doing his part. Great. Seen any action? Yeah. In the big push? Yeah, the big push. What was it like? What was it really like in an action-glamorous, morale-boosting way? Well, in an action-glamorous, morale-boosting way, it was tough. Ooh. Real tough, but we put our heads down, got the dream team to get mean with the beans, and the humps grunted and the grunts humped, and we gained a lot of ground. How much ground? About 25 yards. Sensational, but they, the others. Now, you mean those geek-fleaking mooker-bookers? Yes, the evil ones. Mammon, they are evil. They cheat, don't they? Well, they do try and run away when we bomb them. Disgusting. No, I mean their dirty tricks. You know, living in their own houses, in their own country and stuff. Building hospitals right in their own neighborhoods. Oh, yeah, yeah, they try to do that. Cowards. And they don't wash either or believe in our one true mammon. Well, you know, it makes me sick in a, in a patriotic way that my son, one of Moloch's well-fed finest, is out there, you know, in the, in, in the in, near their festering sewer hole, stuck in a heavily armored air-conditioned missile launcher, pushing those red buttons at great impersonal risk. We hear you, Dad. But your son's home now, and his new electronic artificial arm is proudly holding Holding that torch. And it will too until the day I die or the battery runs out. This is the traditional festive spirit I was talking oh. about, Dorissa. Big traditional family hug. Come on, everybody. Come, well, okay. Come on, close in on the family hug. Everybody all yeah. together. Are you ready? Yeah. Here we go. This is what it was all about. Quickly, there's a tear. Get it closer. And as we dwell on the tears from the lovely Jack Sybacco, behind us the first wheelbarrow has arrived. Ten, nine, eight, seven, six, 
Dance Festival is underway! And so Moloch's big coach came on hand to welcome this visitor to their mighty land. A ventriloquist's puppet to manipulate illusion, whose image was crafted to maintain delusion. And where is my screen? It's in front of you, coach. Oh, yes. Oh, these are good. It's big, isn't it? Yes, very big. I like big screens. They're big, not small. No, sir, not small. And my words for me to say? Uh, they'll come up on the screen, sir. What screen? The big one in front of you. Oh, it's big? Yes. Asterit! Yes. Asterit! Uh, yes, I'm coming What is wrong with oh, you? I'm sorry. We are about to go on Moloch TV. And look at me. Look at me! Uh, yes? I said, look at me. I'm well, looking. Uh, well? Yes? So? Oh, I'm just getting your pink apron out now, Mrs. Why Crystal. do you keep me waiting? Oh, it's wardrobe, Mrs. Crystal. Oh, they were delayed. Delayed? They're short-handed. Oh, Mama. A few of them were killed in last week's flood. Oh, that's awful. So terrible. Why is this? The dykes just don't hold like they used to. Dykes? Not dykes. My body nodules. See? Are they showing? Oh, no. Well, make them show. Really, sometimes I wonder about you. Oh, of course, um, I'll quickly, just get the pump. Quickly! Here! These nodules cost a fortune to enhance. Yeah. Big! Big now! Yes! Big! I want them oh, in big! Encrusted! Ungnarled! Yes, I know! Oh, yes. And the purified flames rise into the blackened sky as the people join hands in the circle of truth. It's a beautiful sight. The book burnings began over three generations ago when we, the people, recognized that a truly free society must defend itself against all forms of evil. Including evil ideas. Ideas especially. Zero tolerance for evil is necessary for freedom. Less than zero, I say. Of course, the last of the real books were burned well over 20 years ago. And now we burn artificial ones. Call me a traditionalist, Teresa, but you can't beat the flames from a real book. You mean with words on the pages? That's right. <laughs> Uh-oh, what's this? It seems that someone has leapt in front of the fire. It's an old man with a guitar, I think. Let's get closer to the action. Actual happening action news as it happens with actual new action. Let's get a close-up on him. Get away from the fire! You're ruining it for the children! Oh, well, that explains it. Oh, yes. I thought they were all taken care of in this morning's sanitizer. Apparently not. See that foam around the old man's mouth? Oh, just oozing. Ooh. He's an infected deviant. Then as high as a kite. It's the snap, you know. The bad, pacifying drug. Yes, they snort that snap and it makes him crazy till it kills him. Oh, wait. I think he's blind as well. Cursed by the hand of mammon. Uh, how about a little something to help this old guy out, huh? Any requests? Uh, uh, let's slow things down a bit with a song. I uh, know, really, now. 
Y'all gonna like this one. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, don't throw books now, just, uh, just money. But seriously, just give me a chance and I'll... I think he thinks he's trying to sing. Sing? You know, for money. <laughs> the families here are getting really upset, but they're afraid to touch him. Well, he is a carrier. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> there we go. Earlier. A brave kid. Yes, he's taken advantage of his insulated plastic arm. And that flaming torch. He's leapt right in and look. He's setting fire to the blind deviant. Yes, that snap foam is highly flammable. <laughs> sure is. There's decent people here. Go on. Get out of here. Go on. Just look at that old guy run. <laughs> Oops, he bumped into a wall. Of course, he's blind. <laughs> All is ready. This is a big thing, isn't it, Dr. Malthus? Yes, Coach, it's big. Ooh. Can we please get on with this? Well, how do I look? Fantastic, Mrs. Crescent. Mm -hmm. Who is that, Doctor? This is Professor Abigail. She's our leading scientist. Oh, a scientist. Do you know what's happening? Yes. A tiny rift in the fabric of space has opened, <laughs> and there is a sentient being waiting on the other side trying to... What? Is something funny? You're silly. <laughs> the crystals are ready. Good. Stand aside, Professor. The broadcast is starting. We're on the air in... Five, four. She's a scientist. Three, She's two, silly. <laughs> one. Are we on? And now, right on schedule, it's the big coach himself. That's right. Our figurehead, Andrus Kressel, and his wonderful wife, Gadriel, are appearing on the big screen here in the town square for their annual Zero Tolerance Festival message. Hello, Mola! Aren't we all wonderful? We're wonderful! We sure are, darling. Happy Dominance Day! Yes, happy Dominance Day! Right! It's our big Zero Tolerance Festival, celebrating Moloch's wonderfulness. Look directly at the camera with enthusiasm. We're number one! Monarch! Number, number one! one. <laughs> it's good to be right. Mm -hmm. That's right. And good. Because everything is either good or evil. And we are good. Ah, you're wonderful, Gadriel. Look at you. And your many enhanced nodules. <laughs> so beautiful. Well, I try, Andres, darling, because you know, appearance is everything. You bet it's a sign of being one of our Lord Mammon's chosen winners. So it's only right to want to look presentable. And to be allowed out in public. Yes, the two. But, Gadriel, isn't there something extra special about this year's festival? 
Well, actually, Andras, now that you mention it, we have a new special visitor coming to us tonight from far, far away. Really? Where from? Oh, that's a surprise. But let's find out because here he is now. What? You mean he's here? Yes. Well then, let's give him a big Moloch welcome. Moloch number one! Moloch number one! Welcome, stranger. We can't see you, but we, uh, we hope to hear your voice. Attention, everyone! Congratulations for having the good taste to choose wonderful Moloch. I come to make an, uh, an important announcement. Yes, Moloch! Wonderfully good, Moloch! That's right! For the people of Moloch! Our go-getting way of life is crapping all it can with gusto. We're playing to win! You don't see us starving. Or wearing indecent foreign clothes. No way. That's for sickies with the plague. Those ugly losers dying with the boils. Together. Evil. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Concerning imminent destruction. What? I repeat, imminent destruction. What is he saying? Stop the broadcast! Uh, but we are... Uh, Do it! Cut to commercial! We seem to be having technical difficulties with our figurehead's message, but... checks. Uh, yes? Tell us more about your, your nodules. We're off the air. Have we stopped? Hold tight, everyone. This is a crisis. It feels like we've stopped. My nodules are sagging. Put me onto the alien. Yes, Doctor. Your line is open. Hello? Hello? And make sure to record this. Yes, Doctor. Hello, alien. This is Dr. Malthus. Hello, Doctor. Is something wrong? My message... Was stopped, yes. Yes, you see, we've developed a technical fault. Now, you speak of destruction. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Imminent destruction. Whose imminent destruction? Well, um... What? What I have to say is, um, well, it's a lot to take in. I do not need to sit down. Can I sit down? You are sitting down, sir. Oh, <laughs> yes. Will someone please get my siphon bomb? Of course. I'll go get it. Proceed. Well, our monitoring has recorded certain distressing developments on um, on your on your planet. Such as? Okay, well, uh, we have a list here. Now, it's kind of long, um... Oh, yeah, yeah, here. Uh, well, you've burned up your forests. Uh, your ice caps are gone. Uh, the, yeah, the light from your sun is killing you. Uh, your oceans are rising. Um, the system of dikes you built all along your coast, well, that's going to collapse any day now. Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you know, the crazy thing is, well, well there's, there's lots of crazy things, actually, but, like, rather than sort of slowing down your use of fuels, you've actually sort of sped up your use of fuels. Lubricant. Yes, yes, what, what you call the, um, the lubricant. And, and, you know, right away, I mean, that has got to be stopped. Stop lubricant. Oh, yeah, 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 shut it all down, you know, like right away. Oh. Yeah. That might be a tad difficult. Well, you know, I mean, sort of millions of you are sort of dying from poisoned water 
diseases, you know, are all preventable. Uh -huh. You see, the, the real problem underlying all of, well, all of this, I suppose, is that less than 10% of you consume over 80%. 80% of what? The will of everything. What? He said everything. I heard what he said. And, and it seems absurdly insane to us that you spend sort of more of your time on protecting this imbalance that you call sort of a, a way of life with sort of huge stockpiles of weapons than you, than you do on trying to fix things. And now, the final straw in all of this is that our sensors have detected that your leading scientist, Professor Abigor... Oh, by the way, um, is she there? Yes, I am here. Oh, hello. Hello. Yeah, great. Anyway, uh, she has isolated the element, Mysterium Magnum. What? How did you... Element? Know? What element, Professor? It is a new element that I have stabilised. I believe it might have potential to unlock the subatomic strings of matter. And? Such power could be... Could be what? Limitless. The, um, the Professor is correct. Why was I not informed of this? I have only just succeeded in stabilising one small sample. You see, the thing is, your so-called civilization is... Well, it's not really qualified to handle such materials. Well, that's why I've been sent. Oh, really? Yes. See, my message must be relayed to your planet before it's too late. See, the bottom line is, you're consuming all of your resources much faster than they're being replaced. He's right. It's simple extrapolation. I mean, you are doomed to self-destruction unless you change. You see, the real truth is that you're looking, well, you're looking for happiness in all the wrong places. But, you know, we can help you change. This is incredible. It's the opportunity of a lifetime. Yes, this is an opportunity. Strange Harbinger, proceed with your entry. Come into our light where we can embrace you. Oh, really? Oh, yes. We shall arrange everything in accordance with your wishes. We'll be standing by. Over and out. Contact Miss Alcommand at once. I want that thing brought down the moment it appears in our sky. Yes, sir. Doctor, the being is a peaceful emissary. You can't shoot him down. Did you not hear his outlandish threats? Hello, I'm hungry. Here, Mr. Cressel. <sighs> See, in your little sweetie's bag? Oh, yes. Miss All is armed and ready to fire. That's a nice one. I have a special announcement written for the Cressels. Saying what, sir? What one? Saying there is a new threat among us. The usual things, paranoia, fear, suspicion, intolerance, mm. but heightened to ultra-level 13. Yes, sir. Ultra-level 13. Doctor, I must object to this. Objection noted. Was I good? Wonderful, sir. Very sincere. <laughs> the alien must be downed and captured alive along with his technology. Yes, Doctor. I can't let you do this. Uh, hello? Uh, come in. Come in, please. Guards, quickly. Hello? Hello? Professor come in, Abigor please. Professor is overwhelmed and has lost control of herself. Please restrain her. Unhand me! I want to know more about this new element that you've found. This is not the way! This is a big thing, isn't it, Dr. Malthus? Yes, Coach, it's big. You've been listening to episode one of Crazy Dog Audio Theatre's The Last Harbinger, featuring Simon O'Gorman, Deirdre Malloy, Morgan Jones, Georgina Miller, Dermot McGuinness, Karen Ardiff, David Murray, Roger Gregg, Phil Proctor, and Melinda Peterson. Dialogue recording by Mark McGrath, floor manager Siobhan Mannion. The Last Harbinger was written, directed, and produced by Roger Gregg. Find out more. Visit our website at crazydogaudiotheatre.com. 
And that was uh, episode one of The Last Harbinger by Crazy Dog Audio Theater. And again, it's crazydogaudiotheater.com, R-E, the uh, British spelling there. Uh, This was the disturbing entry into the dark world of Moloch, and we'll be visiting again next week uh, when we find out what happens to the Harbinger after he does enter this strange land where he's uh, seemingly not welcome uh, by the lubricant-obsessed leaders. Uh, And you'll also be hearing the continuation of this saga through the month of August. And if you do miss any past episodes, uh, just subscribe to the podcast at radiodramarevival.com. And you can also uh, go to that blog, uh, find out some other news, reviews, and discussion about audio theater, and download past episodes. And you can also do so uh, by looking for us in the iTunes store by doing a search for Radio Drama Revival. And that's about it for this week's show. Until next week, keep your mind and your ears open. Thanks for tuning in, and have a great week.